you know what I'm saying, finding new ways to make money and just really stand on top, you know, 10 toes and everything just to, because I'm only 20, so I'm just really educating myself right now, you know, so yeah, brother. Okay, so you fresh out of school for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, I graduated 2018, 2018, so I really, like, shoot, I wanted to, like, I want to even show you a video that's on my friend's page, like, this was when, like, I was just singing, I was, like, 12, I was just singing and rapping and doing stuff for fun, and then, like, when I was, uh, I would say 18, 2018, late 2017, that's when I really started to take music seriously, because I've always been, like, playing sports, like, basketball, soccer, you know, but, um, I started to really, like, I recently just started to take music seriously, for real, like, on another level, but I've, I've always been doing music, like, since I was young, so. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. hmm So, uh, you from Mo County originally? Yes, yes, I was born in D.C., but I moved around a lot of places, Silver Spring only, Gatorsburg, Montgomery Village area, so. Yeah. Oh, you, you in the quiet places. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. A lot of people say that, but I feel like I feel like um, I feel like like you know some DC people or PG County people they be like, oh, you from Mo County, bro? Oh, you from? But nah, stuff stuff still be going down in Mo County though. Like, 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 like it it can get loud or it can get quiet, but it's what you you know what you want to do. But yeah, man, it's a it's a cool county, cool county. Yeah, I used to deliver out there. I didn't know places like Gettysburg and Rockville had, like, hoods until I, you know what I'm saying, delivered out there, and I realized it don't matter where you at. It's always going to be that one rough part of the, you know, the area and shit. So I be I be saying the shit in the news, you know what I'm saying? I know, like, a month or so ago, um, police had killed somebody in Rockville. Uh, I forget what the situation was, but that shit was, it was crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I, I I feel you, but you know, it's not like Mo County don't hit the news like PG do or like the city. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so that's what it is. And a lot of people or a lot of stories that you hear about, um, you know what I'm saying? It'd it be from people transplanting from the city or from PG County to Mo County and vice versa. Like, you don't hear nothing about like, California, Maryland, or Odenton, Maryland, or nothing like that, unless it's just, like, something out of pocket or something happened on the Bay Bridge or some crazy shit like that, you know? But you hear about the the heart of the DMV, that circle right outside of D.C. and shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and, like, like you said, with, like, every place has a hood, like, I feel like is that like Gatorsburg? Like there's hoods like Montgomery Village. That's a, I wouldn't say it's not like DC, obviously, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like me. I wouldn't raise a family in Montgomery Village. You know, I wouldn't. Yeah, especially. Nah, nah, I wouldn't raise a family in Montgomery Village. There's, there's a lot of stuff you can get into. A lot of things that happens. So, yeah, keep that. Yeah, I feel you. So, uh, have you checked out any of my previous interviews? Um, I believe I, I think on your page, 
Did you post some interviews on your page? I think I, I think I saw a couple on your page. Yeah, I, I post some clips, um, usually trailers from uh, for my interviews. The full interviews are up on YouTube, and the audio is like on Spotify, Apple, you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. So I did. I catched some clips. I, I caught some clips. I was I, I, I just watching them. Mm-hmm. and seeing how you really work and just see how, you know, other artists, other people, they um were connecting to you and stuff like that. So it's really, it, like, this is really good what you're doing, though. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like some people that have interviews, they'll only do interviews with people that's, you know, top or big, big names and big na- But it's like, there's other artists that have true beauty inside of them it's that they haven't been recognized yet, you know? So... It's good for everyone to how you say it, or even yourself to just really sit down, even with an artist that's unknown that doesn't, you know, has not been recognized yet, and really how you say it, like um, to really start up a conversation or really see what he's on to next. So that's great. That's great, my man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I appreciate that. My my platform is just that, you know, I uh. The point of my show is to bring on anyone who has, you know, like a, a art or a business or a message that they want to, you know, put out there for the world and to have, you know, open conversations, you know, that real talk that you have with your homeboys or your, you know, what I'm saying you certain associates that that don't get publicized, you know, everyone uh, like that clickbait shit or they, you know, talking about you know, DMX or whatever, or, you know what I'm saying? It's basically, they, they talking about shit that don't really matter. Like, they so concerned about a famous person's family and cheating scandals and shit. Like, what are you doing to better yourself and, and your people and your household, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So, so. that's 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 the main purpose of my show, you know? Uh, not, you know, like, we can, you know, we can laugh, joke, roast or whatever all day but you know what i'm saying it, it's always a point of you know what i'm saying getting down to you know that real talk you know stuff that you know that some people ignore and some people don't know you know sometimes people drop gems and you know i get people who comment about you know how they they, they wasn't hip to certain information or you know what i'm saying they applied whatever was going on in the conversation to their own life and it helped better them so you know, that's what I look for at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly, bro. And I feel you with the whole, um, like, like. let me ask you, like, what like, what do you think is, like, the true meaning of life, like, to you? Like, what's the true meaning of life to you? That's a deep question. Not a lot of people even consider that at the end of the day. Me, personally, uh, if I was to, you know, answer that question broadly, I would say it depends on how you came up and depend on what you experienced because you can, you can have the most and feel empty the inside. And then for others, you know, you could come up with nothing and, you know, want for nothing because you happy, you know? So for me personally, life is about making sure that from your birth date until the day you leave this earth, 
that dash meant something. Like you didn't just you didn't just go by what everybody was doing. You didn't just sit home complacent. You didn't just work a nine to five. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to you know, I'm going to spend every day like it could possibly be my last. And you know I'm a I'm a live out my dreams. I'm not going to hesitate. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to say you know maybe next time or I'll wait till I get enough money to make this happen. I'm just going to do it because. That's the one thing you can't buy back from, you know, exactly. anybody. It's time. So making making my life mean something and, you know, passing it on to my lineage. That's that's what life is to me. Okay. Yeah. And I like how you said the whole nine to five, like 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 not working the nine to five and really finding your passion. Because I feel like too many people, my brother, are like are stuck on you know what I'm saying? The whole nine to five. Oh, like, oh, this nine to five is going to help me pay the bills. It's going to help me do this. And so focused, but they take so long to like, like, like in their brain, like, okay, I'm going to start this business or I'm going to start my passion. But bro, you're only getting older. You're only getting older. You, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's why I feel like a lot of people, even some old people sometimes just regret. Like, they'd be like, damn, I didn't even start my passion, you know, when I was 20 years old, you know, like, like I said, I said it took time and, and really started something and, and made something great because like, you don't know where you could have been. You don't know where, where you could have been. So yeah. it's just sometimes seeing that is just like, damn, you know, but I, like, that's why I, I'm, I'm blessed because sometimes I feel like even I make mistakes. Sometimes I'll be like, Okay, let me just get some bread. Let me get a little more bread. Let me get a little more bread to really start locking down. And then I, I put a play together. I put a plan, a schedule. Okay, I'm gonna like drop a music, drop my music in the music video, and et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like it's just go, just just go. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I um yeah with that, but um. I don't think that it's not in it's not truly important when you start it's the fact that you started at all because a lot of people you know they wait till they in their 50s to jump off the porch or something stupid like that you know mm-hmm. or they jump out there because you know they were dealing with other issues sometimes you can't wait because there is no plan there is no script that's given to everybody once they come out the womb like you know all right this is how this thing's going to work now nah, you don't get that you know you got examples in front of you and you learn from your mistakes and that's basically what life is if you think about it there's a lot of entertainment there's a lot of turmoil there's a lot of heart i mean hurt love pain but it ain't no rules it's only examples and experience and what you do once you have those examples and you have those experiences it's pretty much how how your life is going to be dictated after that because they say a hard head make a soft behind right yeah facts you know <laughs> so exactly. you could you could do this the insanity thing and keep trying the same thing over and over again or you could switch paths you know if you hate your job get a career you know if you hate your career, switch it. 
You know, if you if you feel unfulfilled or unhappy and you, you know, you in an unrequited uh, relationship, then stop, stop torturing yourself, you know, move on and, you know, find a way to love yourself without needing somebody to connect to in order to feel any type of joy or happiness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Like with the whole, with the whole, um, like, and like you said, like torture, I feel like torture and like, and like, like the way people, like, and like you said, like when they 50 and they, and they really like be like, damn, like I should have started this when I was younger. And I feel like that's, that's crazy because it's like, it's like, where can you really come back from that? You know, like, like you're 50 and you like, okay, how am I like, even like, for example, a retirement account, a retirement account, like this is a whole nother topic, one of a topic of retirement, um, retirement account and a brokerage account. Like, like a lot of people, they, they, they wait later to get a, like how you said, like a retirement account or a brokerage account, because, you know, like, cause I feel like a lot of people when they're younger, like they just want to, you know, like, play around, have fun, not study, study. But I feel like the earlier you study and research stuff, your life is going to be way easier later on in life. And that's why me, I took the time out of my time to get a retirement account. And I'm starting to save up like at least like 500 a month, 200 a month into a retirement account. So when I'm 50 or 40 years old, I might be in like, damn, I don't have no funds in my, like, you know, to my name. So what am I going to do? So I so I really feel like like for example like what do you what do you feel about that like people that should be younger and trying to live like study and live a better life for the future like what what do you feel about that like do you feel like um okay have fun now you know have fun now and, and like you know it'll come later like it'll come in your path later or just like nah just sit down be quiet and go. Like, what do you what do you feel about that? I'm going to answer that question after I do this introduction, all right? Yeah, yeah that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, the Landover Legend, a.k.a. Big T, and this is another installment of I Can't Make This Up podcast. Uh, today, I got a, a very intelligent young man who uh, hails from Montgomery County, Maryland, not yeah. too far from where I'm at myself very uh astute young brother who's uh you know trying to do something different with his art he got a very uh melodic tone with his voice and i think that you guys uh appreciate his sound once you uh check out his music um he's a young entrepreneur uh, a young mogul in the making and you know i see big things for his future i want you to give it up for my brother max everybody what's going on what's going on everybody what's up what's up all right so um won't you introduce yourself to my audience real quick yeah yeah for sure for sure so what's going on guys it's your boy imax it's your man imax um i'm 20 years old you know um i'm an independent artist you know and i'm just really here to really develop myself as an artist and really just um, networking. I love networking with people, even my young brother right here, Big T. 
bro, right here. And um, in, in the future, I hope to network with a bunch of other people too. But um, I feel like a lot of people today, they um, really just want to be rappers. Let me just say rappers or just rappers, be the next man, be the rapper, rapper. And it's like, nah, man, be be something different. Like you could do your music, you can be an artist, but just add value, add something else to that. You know what I'm saying? If it's real estate, you know, make yourself some passive income, you know? So I, and like me, I really feel like I really, I really want to be known as an artist instead of just a person who just goes up to a mic, says something and then leave. And then just keep on doing that all the time, all the time, all the time. I want to put, you know, something on the table, like Monopoly. You know, you got your, how you said, you got your pieces, you moving forward, 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 to forward, forward to your goals and other uh, other things in life. So, yeah. That's what's up. So uh, to get back to your question, you asked, how do I feel about young people um, starting like a, a, a retirement or savings plan, you know, at a young age, so they not, you know, left out uh, on empty when they get a certain age. I think that uh, financial literacy is something that isn't taught to children, um, uh, mostly children of color. Um, and it's something that's being brought up more and more every day. And I'm glad to see, you know, people bringing that into perspective. They're talking about bringing it into the actual education system, which I think is uh, very necessary. And I always try to tell like my nephews who I, you know, I, I keep daily. I got, you know, um, nephews that I, you know, I help raise from, from little kids, you know what I'm saying? And I always told them, do as I say, not as I do. Don't just go out here and do the nine to five thing. You know, school ain't for everybody, but you can find you a trade. You can find something that you're good at. And, you know, make sure that you, you're not just, you know, following the crowd and becoming another, you know, a cog in the machine. And on top of that, you know, it's nothing to matter with having luxury things. But, you know, all, all that stuff's going to be there, you know, having something set to the side to wherever you ain't got to spend a whole check on like a car repair or, you know, uh, something might happen in your house. Something might break. Somebody might break into your house. And and unless you got like, you know, house insurance or apartment insurance, that stuff isn't covered. You got to replace it. You know what I'm saying? You got to you got to think five steps ahead just in case you get knocked back too. you feel me. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to you know, at the minimum, you know, save at least 10% of your check. It's better to do 20 for those rainy days because, unfortunately, a lot of people work for these major companies and they don't care about you. You know, you you pass away or you get hurt, you know, they're going to, you know, move that job to the next person until you get back. It ain't no, you know, let me look out for you because when, you, uh, when you out on, like, injured reserve, depending on where you work at, they only going to give you 60% of what you actually make, you know, of your actual income. They're not going to foot the whole bill. And that that's even true for like certain government jobs, even though government benefits are, you know, better than private sector, you know, but those are things you got to consider. And it also depends on 
where they at in life, wherever they're going to take that in and hold it heartily. Because unless you ingrain that in them as a child and not force it, you know what I'm saying, for them, once it's too late, like once they experience adolescence and everything, then you have a better chance of them, you know, adapting to that that mindset easily, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's what I think about that. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, I can say that's a very solid answer. That's a very solid answer because and also it also makes you think because what they say, if you ain't thinking or if you're not competing with your mindset or doing something different, you're not gonna grow. You're not gonna grow at all. And um I really feel like and that's why me, like I was even thinking like I wanna start to even with young people, I know I know I'm young right now, but I was thinking like I wanna even start to make a program or something like a little program and just have kids, you know, that don't know, you know, the way or having, you know, have having like a hard time kind of getting started on what they want to do. It can be kids who are 16, 15, just um, even just like challenge their mind. Just be like, what do you really want to do with life? Because like most likely they probably don't want to go to school or if they do want to go to school, what are you going to do after school? Because I feel like a lot of people think, okay, school alone is going to get me this, this, et cetera, et cetera, make me be, but that's not the case because you go to jobs that are going to ask you what you got, how many experience, um, like how much experience you got? Like, do you have two years, this, 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 and you want, and you don't want to be, how you say, what's that word? Um, Dependent, dependent on that. So I feel like, I feel like I I really want to just put light, light to that and really kind of challenge people's brains to really develop. But that's in a, I feel like I want to do that more when I reach more of a target audience. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like more of a target audience. I get more out there. I have started having fan bases in different countries and, and whatnot, but I was definitely thinking about that. Like what, like what you think about that? Like you feel like that's, that's cool or like, Starting a program like that to help mental youth. On... Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You mean by like starting a program to help mental youth and yeah, you know, get them to, you know, broaden their horizons? I think that, I think that would be dope. Um, okay. You know, that those type of programs, they get taken away once, you know, the shit hits the fan uh, economic wise, you know what I'm saying? Especially in, you know, uh, brown neighborhoods. Exactly. So, you know, there used to be all types of programs when I was a kid that I don't see anymore, either that or, you know, due to, you know, crime rate going up and, you know, kids going missing or hurt or, you know, just anything negative that impacts all that. So all that stuff that you, you know, at least from my era that I seen when I was growing up, I don't see that no more. And kids don't go outside no more. You know, they stuck in the house on their machines and, and doing whatever. You know, right now we in a place where, you know, outside is dangerous, but you also can't just let that limitate you. Okay. Exactly. Exactly, bro. 
and with the whole um the whole Fortnite, you know, the whole Fortnite and these video games. <laughs> man, they got they got agendas to them too, man. Like, you know, letting these kids not go outside. Like, like it's a game. They want you to be sitting there playing they playing their brand. They want you to be, you know, stuck and glued to that remote. To, to that uh, what you call the controller the whole day and I feel like I feel like that that's really what makes I feel like other kids not go on to study something else because they're like you know what bro I'm gonna go I'm gonna just chill for the day let me go on Fortnite chill. I'll probably do that business uh two days in two days two days later but it's like nah man like you gotta start like starting now now because the only thing you're doing for this company or for this Fortnite or this video game company, you're just giving them bread. You're just giving them bread. And it's just like, like, why not do that when you can make that same income and build you another stream of income and have passive income and revenue to your name and go, you know what I'm saying, build your own stuff. So So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You're you're 20. Yes. Um I I don't know too many twenty years old that have that mindset that you do. What what uh you know what groomed you or what put you in this mind this state of mind or this way of thinking? I really, I would definitely say, brother, like definitely hanging with people, like having mentors, having mentors, definitely, and hanging with people who are have a positive influence. And also on the same path you're on. And also research as well. Research as well. Like me, like I, I've been like lately, I've been researching a lot of like if it's ways to get money or if it's how the world really works or if it's just, you know, just listening. Listen. And I feel like, brother, like 20-year-old, 19-year-olds, that's our problem. We don't want to listen. We don't want to listen, like, listen to, like, if an OG is talking or something, like, I'll just see sometimes, you know, 20-year-olds just looking, just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're talking to But they're just nodding their head, so, <laughs> so, you know, because they're just talking. But it's like, are you really listening? Or is it, like, is it going in here? Is it going out there? Or is it going in here and it's staying in there? Or, you know, so... I, and I feel like that's what separates me. And that's why I know so much and uh, why I'm telling you, because I don't let it go out here. I don't let it go out here. So, and, and also, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes, you know, the little herb, herb do his thing, you think about. <laughs> <laughs> Help stimulate, stimulate those brain cells. Exactly. Shoot, brother, shoot. And I got to. Like, and like you, bro, I would love to even, you know, do it with you, man. Cause I feel like me and you have a, definitely have a deep conversation, like a deep conversation and a very, how you say it, um, interesting and how you say it, supportive conversation. So I, I feel like that would be nice, but definitely the herb too, man. It, it gets <laughs> me thinking, it gets me thinking, man. On, a, on different levels so <laughs> yeah okay so <clears throat> you said that you started um taking music seriously once you turned 17 when you were still in high school right mm-hmm. yeah but 
I'm going to say, like, probably towards, like, March 2018, because, that, like, that's when I was about to graduate. Because I remember I made my first song, and I was hooping at the time because I've been playing basketball all four years of high school. And I was, a, I was an athlete. But I don't know. When I made my first song in the studio, I was like, damn, this is, this is actually cool. This is cool. But I was playing around, kind of playing around, rapping, just playing around with it. And I was like, this is kind of cool. And then I went to, um, I kind of ignored it, though. And I still went to college because I was still on my basketball grind, my basketball journey. I went to college. And then um, my first year, a couple, a couple, um, I did my first year. I did my first year. But music was still in the back of my mind. And I was like, damn, bro, shall I leave, shall I leave school for this? Like, shall I really take a step out and just, you know, really do this and and then I but like and I was like thinking about that that first year and I was like you know what uh you know what nah let me just keep going to school let me just keep going to school I was I'm probably tripping or something let me just keep then the second year came <laughs> still hooping and I had my bros Quentin and my bro Alvin my bro Savon we were all just chilling and like we would spit freestyle every every day Every day in that in that in that dorm, man, we would just freestyle, spit, have intellectual conversations, and they were like, "Bro, you really could spit like," and I would, and like, and you're only freestyling, bro. You, you got to take this shit seriously, bro. And at the time, I was in my group that I that I made MMD, and my other CEO, Matty Ice, he's in Gatesburg. He lived across the street from me. And he was saying, bro, if you really want to do this, I'm down with you, bro. If you want to drop out, drop out. And then we can run it up. But, um, and my roommates were saying, bro, I really feel like you should take this seriously. And then, I, then that's when I was like, you know what? I think y'all right. I think y'all right. So I literally just dropped everything. <laughs> I dropped everything, my man. Like, dropped everything. And like, I was like, you know what? I called my mom up. I was like, yeah, I don't feel like, no, no. We came, it was, so my second year, it was it was going towards like November 2019 is when I started to be like, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave school and shit. So we had a break. I think it was like, was it Christmas break? Yeah, Christmas break. It started December 5th. And I told my mom, like, yeah, my, I don't feel like doing this no more. You know what I'm saying? School and nah. She was like, what? Like, why don't you want to do it? You know, I feel like you should. I was like, this is not, it's not for me right now. So I, so I literally, and I remember, because I had to call my basketball coach from um, Allegheny, Allegheny, uh, Division One JUCO. Mm -hmm. I called him and I told him, but I was kind of like, damn, I'm really about to tell my coach. I'm about to, <laughs> like, you know, I'm about to really tell my coach right now that I'm about to not play for him no more. So I was like, okay. I was kind of thinking, okay, how should I do this? I mean, so I, I was thinking like for two seconds, oh, okay, I called him, man. <laughs> hey, what's up, Coach Reams? Um, so, Coach, I appreciate you. And it's funny because he knew I was about to say something that I wouldn't say he didn't like, but he knew he was like, okay, well, what's up? Because and like you know when you make that like when you talking to your mom or some of your parents you're like ah, mom i got <laughs> like you know what i'm saying so i was like i was like 
Coach, um, I appreciate you for everything. You know what I'm saying? You're a great coach. I appreciate you, but I feel like right now I don't want to be in school right now, you know, and um, I'm going to end up leaving Allegheny. I was just direct with him, and he actually appreciated it. He appreciated it, and he was understanding. He was very understanding, understanding. So I, so he said, nah, you know, I want you to, I want you to have a great time. I want you to have a great time. I want you to be successful. Then he said, keep up the rapping. He, and then I was like, keep up the rapping. And then in my head, I was like, wait, he, he knows I was like, I was doing music. Like I didn't know that. And then it looks like, cause I made a music video while I was in school. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like near like this bridge. And then I guess he he saw that video that we put out. It, it was like a play video, me and my two other brothers. And um, he saw it and he, he was like, keep up the good work, man. You're going to be great. Trust me. And I was like, oh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. So then it just went from there, brother. And I just, yeah. Okay. That's what's up. So you, you stayed in state with school and you knew, you know, subconsciously that music was your passion. You know, school is is one thing and it's everything to some people, but for you, like most people, you know, or I ain't gonna say most people, most innovators, you know, they know that whatever they got on their heart, that's what they're gonna pursue and that's what they're gonna go the hardest at. So you did that. You took a I would say a big step into a direction and I'm pretty sure just from your attitude and your demeanor, it ain't no hesitation with it. Like, that's what you're going to do, and that's how you're going to keep going. Exactly. Exactly, brother. Exactly. And um, I feel like um, that's what really makes makes artists, man, that, that big step. Because you always got to make a big step. You, you always got to make a big step and sacrifice some. So I feel like that big step, and it's crazy because when I left school, I kind of got like old friends, old friends. They kind of like like threw me off. It was like it was like, oh no, nah, you're not, you're not. Um, oh, like you want to start this rap career or music career? So they kind of started hating. Like two of my, I mean, I wouldn't call them brothers, but like three of my uh, good friends. It kind of took it as a joke, so I had to I had to let them loose. I had to let them loose, bro, and let them go because, like, I'm not I'm not joking with this. Like, like this is serious. This is what I really want to do, and this is where I want to be at the next level. Mm-hmm. I had to let them go because they were like, bro, why did you leave school or to stop playing basketball to become an artist? Like, but it's like. Bro, it's my life, you know. It's not. It's not your life. You feel me? It's not your life. It's my life. So, yeah, I respect your decision or what you're trying to say, but I'm gonna keep going where I have to go. Like, I'm not gonna <laughs> really like listen to you. I mean, I can listen to you, but if it's some, if it's something you're saying that's not really adding value to what I want to do, then it's like, nah, man, nah. Not everybody um, knows how to handle change. You know, they look at you when you decided to switch things up or, you know, pursue a passion. They look at you like you switching up, like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm still me. I'm just changing what that means. You know, I'm not just I'm not just the baller no more. You know, I'm a rapper. I'm an artist. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm here to add some more hypeness to that, you know. And you know, not everybody has the courage to jump out there and do that. And that's fine, you know, but it's not gonna change, you know, at least not for me. And I, that's how I think people should approach it. You can't look at it like, you know, oh man, I I, I got to feel bad because you know this affected this person a uh, type of way. Then you would never, you would have never made that step if you let that affect you. And that's what everyone needs to, you know, consider when they, you know, trying to progress and change and better themselves, or even just pursue a simple dream. You know. It's everything to you. It's nothing to them because they don't have that same fire inside like you do, you know, and that's what they got to get. And then once that happens or they get put in situations where they don't have a choice anymore and they can't pursue a dream, then they'll understand. Exactly. Exactly. And that and that's crazy because like they don't they don't have what I have or like they're not. Cause I feel like even some people too will hate on you, bro. That's crazy. Like some people really will hate on you because you changed your old, let's say your old uh, passion to a new passion, and they will hate on you because they can't do that themselves. And it's like, it's like, bro, why are you hating on me? Because I'm trying to do something better for myself. Just because you don't have the courage yourself to do that. And, and I feel like it was that was definitely one of the friends that I cut off's problem. Like, cause he, he wanted to, I believe, I forgot, I think he wanted to play basketball or something. Because he never played basketball, but he never took it seriously. And mm-hmm. I think he was kind of afraid of what people would think, like him grinding, like, damn, brother, you're like, you never balled. Like, why are you balling? And then I don't know, bro. I feel like he just <laughs> he just wasn't courageous, so he tried to like push it on me. And I'm just like, that's some weird. That's some weird shit. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But, but I mean, yeah, brother. So. You 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 could say that the difference between you and him is you know who you had in your upbringing. When you got people in your corner. You know, that broadens your horizons. You know, they they give you that confidence to make those steps. He might not have had that. You know, he might have had nothing but discouragement or, you know, somebody putting him down constantly because, you know, depending on your household or who you keep around you or, you know, lack of, you know, proper adult figures in your life, that's what you're going to end up. You're going to end up stuck in that mindset or you're going to look towards somebody else with some type of guidance and they're not necessarily the best role models. I mean, look at all these kids that's imitating rappers, you know? So just because they're, you know, they're famous or whatever, don't mean that they're happy. Don't mean that, you know, everything they did to get to where they at, you know, was good or genuine or whatever. So, you know, stop doing, stop, you know, uh, chasing somebody else's dream or stop, looking at that, like, that's just, that's the peak. Like, that's what you need to be happy or to feel like you're successful. You know, it's people that, you know, just do something small, like uh, sell waters, 
you know, and they and they are happy at what they're doing because to them it doesn't feel like work. That's their grind, you know, or that might be something they do, you know, just for, you know, whatever. Or anyone who, uh, like, volunteers their time, they don't do it because they have to. They do it because they like doing it, you know, whether it's, you know, feeding the homeless or teaching at the youth center or, you know, just helping in any way they could. It could be donations or whatever, you know. That's the difference between making the right steps or stepping, you know what I'm saying, or falling backwards into the old ways. And that's what we need to start doing. We need to stop doing the same old stuff that, you know, that's how they're saying now, break those generational curses, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's what needs to happen, and it starts by you know stop repeating the same steps or or the same mistakes over and over again, and you know doing something about your problems. Don't just complain. Don't just sit there and smoke and drink or whatever. Or you know what I'm saying like I know people I grew up with that still chill on the block every day, and now I switched up because I don't do that shit. Like that's some shit I left in my twenties. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's you could have too. You chose not to, so it is what it is. You know, I'll speak, I'll be cordial, I'll chuck a deuce. You know, I might even sit and rap, but I'm not gonna sit here all day. I got, I got a job, and I got my career. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to make my career my business and put myself in a situation to where I'm not at the mercy of a major corporation no more. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what innovators do. I can't speak for everybody else though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, facts, facts. And that's and that's very courageous that you took that step, you know, to make your own business and you have a job and you have your job and you're getting that bread and you're putting it towards your business. Cause like let's say, let's say you just ignored everything. You just ignored everything. You were still on the block, you know, smoking, drinking. Who knows where you would have been right now, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, it's just crazy because it's like, it's just like us. And I just feel like sometimes black people, we be, we be stubborn sometimes, man. Like we be stubborn. Like, why you think, why you think well, white people were like, like, and this is no r- racist, no r- racial or nothing, but mm-hmm. like white people are smart individuals, very smart. They know how to, put investments they know how to put you know what i'm saying put into a business they know how to have have how you say it, generational wealth to their children and watch it grow from for example the retirement account again you put that bread and you give it to like white people and i feel like black people we should follow follow in that in that route but a lot of people will be like oh yeah they like and like, cause I have some friends too, or at least, you know, some friends I used to deal with, like, like some white people would tell them some or just give them some advice. But sometimes since they're white, they'll let it kind of blow by. But it's like, and, and, and by the way, I feel like black people can be racist too. Like black people could be like, and I feel like a lot of people think black people can be racist and black people can be racist too, bro. And it's just, it's just crazy because it's like, bro, like we should be on the same on the same timing as these white people, bro. Like, 
they have you doing with what they have to do. Like, what do you what do you feel like? Like, like do you feel like that? That's a true statement. Like, do you feel like black people are really kind of stubborn to information, especially from another race? Like, do you feel like do you feel like that? I think that a majority of people are. It's not just stubborn to other races. Mm-hmm. They they stuck in their own ways. You know what I'm saying? So, how they they real dismissive to anything foreign to them because you know, racism, that's, that's non-binary. It's, it's, it's multicultural. Racism exists everywhere, you know, as far as people go, you know? So I don't look at it like, um, you know, if I was in that person's shoes, like someone could be telling me some bad information I look at it as information coming from somebody I don't know. So I'll take that and do my own research and compare notes, you know, and that's what uh, I can say that a lot of uh, black people are lazy, you know, because, you know, uh, our white counterparts had a 400 year head start. And like I said earlier, you can't change the past. What you can do is, you know, make yourself a better future. So you got to have the um, the want to do better. You know, mm-hmm. you can't you can't put race into anything. Yeah, it is unfair. And yeah, there is some people out there that that's not going to like you because the color of your skin or your ethnic background or your religion or whatever. But you can't look at it that way, because if you keep using those dividers to, you know, keep yourself away from information and away from, you know, things that's going to help you grow then you'll always be complacent and you'll be stuck. So, you know, you know, I see stuff like that happen all the time. And my thing is I'm going to ignore it because it it ain't going to do nothing but hinder my growth. You know? Yeah. I check people when they need to be checked and, you know, sometimes shit, shit can get physical, but it's never from a place of, you know, racism or anger. It's right and wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's that's how I think that, you know, people need to start looking at, you know, solving their problems. Like, don't just say, oh, uh, you listening to that white man or whatever the case may be. OK, what if he was from Asia or what if he was from Europe or what if he was from Australia? You know what I'm saying? Or if there's there uh, white South Africans. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you want to you want to disregard the same information because his his skin is different. He's African, African descent. And if you if you do your genealogy, you know, what I'm saying you're going to find out that uh, it wasn't by choice, but you might have multicultural, uh, you know, ethnic background. You know, you might have 23 percent European, you know, a little Asian, a little whatever, you know. So you got to stop looking at it as we all separated by color. We just separated by regions, honestly, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, languages. So once, once people get over that mindset, you know, which won't happen anytime soon, or at least in the next couple of generations, I believe. So I think that you'll start to see a international growth, you know? Okay. Exactly. And Definitely, like you said, um, an international growth, and that's the and that's the whole beauty of it, man. I feel like I feel like because 
like with this whole COVID thing, bro, like if you haven't learned something new, I feel like if you haven't learned something new or started what you really wanted to start it on, it's like, what were you doing? Like, you know how much time, like, you know how much time, like literally like they shut everything down. So you had your peace and peace of mind, peace of mind to yourself, you know, you could you you could start researching new things and look at things for how they are, and it's just like so, like and that's why I feel like even with some friends I'd be like bro like you haven't learned anything or started nothing bro and then it's like I'll t- I'll tell them bro like this is what you do you you put this and then they're black you know what I'm saying because I have a lot of black friends you know what I'm saying but I feel like. They won't, they'll put it to the side sometimes. They'll, they'll put it like, yeah, bro, I'm going to do it. And I'd be like, like me, like me type of person, like if you my man's or if you my brother, I, I'm going to really try to drill it in your head. Not try. I, I'm going to drill it in your head. Like, bro, like this is what, this is what you got to do, bro. I'm telling you, I did it for myself. And it's just like, they still still like, yeah, bro, this. And that's when, when you said black people are lazy, it's just crazy because I'd be like, I'll be like, why? Like, like a lot of white people, I'll tell them that the, like the same thing. They'll be listening and they'll probably hit me up later. Hey, yo, bro, I tried that thing, bro. It worked. It did, but it's like with the my black friend, they'll be like, yeah, bro, I didn't get to try it yet, bro. Uh, I was just kind of, I'm like, what? It's like, so it's like, it's just kind of like, I don't even know how to explain it, my man. Like, it's just like, it's just like, damn, like, what makes it so, like, different, different that he, this, this white man could do it, but you can't do it, so. Well, you gotta, you gotta look at it like this. What, everyone's motivated by something different, and, you know, you can't, exactly. like, th- that term, you, you can, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can you can force feed somebody information, but that's probably not how they retain it. So what motivates them is which if you you know you really want to take that extra step is what you would have to lock on. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be like, all right, have you ever seen him jump for you know a video game or does he jump for sports? Like what what gets him out of his seat and you know put for 150%. That's what you would have to work on or get him to, uh, you know, use in order to be motivated to try something new because not everybody has that. Some people can hear something, you know, take that in and then go work on it the next day or probably immediately. Not everyone has that. And then, you know, as far as, you know, 2020 and the shutdown and everything, a lot of people had, you know, they took a, a big L or they might've got sick or they was dealing with something. So, you know, I try not to, you know, bash anybody or, you know, bring up, you know, what they should have done. It, it was an opportunity for a lot of people, but not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So they might've, they might've took that first step. It might take them a while to get to that second step. So, you know what I'm saying? I commend anybody who made that first step, you know, that was key. Mm-hmm. Now, what you going to do with it? Because you can't, you can't hesitate, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, if you, if you fuck with somebody, you're going, you're going to stay on them 
You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna you're not gonna yank them up by their coat or now, but you're gonna be like, hey man, did you did you start that yet? Oh, what you waiting on? Okay, I'll check back with you next week or next month. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then, you know, once you once you get to that point or they get to that point where they're tired of hearing it, that might be the kick in the butt they need to go ahead and do it, you know. So it's 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 the it's the key to learning and motivating that you know, people need to lock on if they want to see somebody else succeed, if you want to take on that that mantle, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I appreciate that, like, how you said, like, it's not yanking them by the coat or just, like, kind of dragging them. You just letting them you, – you going slow by slow with them. And I feel like that's also what I should do a little bit more, especially with my friends, to just, like, kind of – you know, like you said, you bring the you bring the horse to the river, but it's his choice if he want to drink or mm-hmm. not. You know, so so I really should definitely just step by step, slowly, 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 slowly approach it to him. But but yeah, I'm gonna definitely. I appreciate that, man. That was a good. That was a good. Uh, <laughs> that was good for for even me to you know. No problem. So, uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about your music, man? Music? Okay, yeah, sure, no problem. Um, oh, just like like the flow of it, or like the how I like. Yeah. Like, so, how do you? So, like, how do you approach making music? You know, like, what is your creative process, and you know, how long would you say it takes you to like, you know, put a track down? Track down. Okay. Well, <laughs> so for me to put a track down and my creative process. I really, like, I listen to the beat. I listen to the beat, you know, and then I'm not going to lie me. I'm really quick to, and really, I know I'm very talented when it comes to hooks. Mm-hmm. So if, so if I'm listening to a beat, I already know the hook. Okay, the, okay, the hook is like, so I'll put the hook down. And then if I feel like the verse, if I feel like, when I go to this too, if I feel like I can kill a freestyle or I already know what's in my brain or I already know what I'm going to talk about on that song, then I'll go and freestyle. But if it's a song that I want to write to, write to, and I feel, okay, let me just write to this joint because I feel like, then I'll write it. But um, like the whole time frame of when a song is done, I could be working on one song like for a week, a straight week, or even two weeks, or another song, I might, I might, it might be two days, two, three days, but I sometimes like, I'm very versatile. Let me just say it loud. I'm very versatile on the time frame and how I write my music. So, okay. Yeah. So, um, who are some of your musical inspirations? Mm, oh, yeah. I would definitely say Jay-Z. My man's Bob Marley. Shout out Bob Marley, man. And uh, my my bro, man, uh, Capital Steez. I don't think you know him. My friend Paul introduced me to him, like, I think in 2020. But, like, like the things that, that that man be saying like really begin I'd be like damn like he really knows the true meaning of life on a conscious level on a you know on a spiritual level but I would say Jay-Z 
Capital Steve's, um, even Little Wayne, Little Wayne, Little Wayne, Kanye, Kanye, and uh, yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much, and that's pretty much it. Okay, so um, each of them inspired you uh, differently. Is it from their artistic choice, or was it their flow, or was it what they was talking about? Mm. Yeah, it was really, it was really what they was talking about and how they talked about it. Like Jay Z, he was a rapper but an entrepreneur, and he'll have gems in his music saying what to do with your money. Mm-hmm. A lot of people kind of overlooked it a little bit, but I peeped it and I was like, "Damn, this man, this man's a genius!" <laughs> like, like, like this man is saying his, he's literally putting you a plan right there on his song that you could just take and go with it. So I was like, damn. I was like, that's tough. And then Kanye, I like Kanye, what he be saying too, on a conscious level, because he really be diving deep about, I go a lot, like these past couple months, bro's been, I don't know, but bro's kind of been going a little crazy, but, but, but I know, He's a true-hearted person. He he's a true-hearted person, and I know he wants to, to definitely help out people, help out people, and really, especially with his music, especially like Kanye back in like what 2011, 2012, the things that he would preach in his music, and even even now, I feel like because he kind of transitioned it to more of a spiritual and a godly side. Now, I see the true, the true beauty and the true. Um, creativity in his music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. That's what's up. So, who you listening to these days? These days, man, I'm not going to lie. I don't be listening to, like, mainstream stuff. I, I really don't. Like, I kid you not. I don't listen to no... I'll be listening to, like, you know you know Joey Badass? Yeah. Yeah, so I listen to Joey Badass. I listen to um, Capital Steez. I listen to sometimes, uh, probably some friends, uh, like, uh, a couple of my friends' music because I have some good uh, uh, friends and cousins in Texas. Probably listen to a little bit of their music, and some some music in the industry here and there. But it's not it's not like every day. I, I like to like listen to. I call it educate educated no no educate music or like educational educational music that you know, that'll have that'll make you like you know think about things so okay yeah. you mean like like black thoughts or dead presidents somebody like that tribe called quest you know somebody who's you know that- something like that you know real messages in their music and want you to listen that's mm-hmm. known in general, you know, people like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, that's yeah, what I, I um, you know, one dude I, I've been listening to, my man put me on to uh, Don Tripp. You know, he down in uh, he down in Memphis, man, and uh, dude, dude, a he a monster, man. Like when it come to wordplay. Mm-hmm. And writing a story, you know what I'm saying? I think that's somebody you should check out. Um, and I see him, I see Big Crit, you know, 
people like that, people like Andre 3000 and J. Cole, who are actually lyricists, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that moves the crowd. They're not just rapping about the same old, same old that I have you thinking, rewind that track. Like, wait a minute, what did he just say? Oh, shit. I ain't even catch that the first time. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the stuff that I like and I enjoy. You know, it ain't nothing to matter with, you know, new styles and new artists and nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I like innovation, but I don't like repetition. I like originality, you know? Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of carbon copies of, okay. you know, yeah. what I'm saying? like Young Thug and Lil Wayne out there. And, you know, that's good that you... You got your own, you know, your own name and everything, but what makes you 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 unique? You know what I'm saying? That's that's the difference between, you know, all the people I just named and the new generation. And I ain't sleeping on nobody that's out because obviously they they at the top for a reason or they in the you know in yeah. the the news for a reason, you know. But what really makes you an individual? out of your class and your generation. Exactly. Exactly. And um originality is so important, especially I feel I mean nowadays I don't know, bro. Like if like I feel like the music back like the early two thousand music, I feel like it was more original or more way, way more original than now. I feel like a lot of artists just um they just hate like any song could blow up, like any song could just go viral. You know, it's just like, dang, like, like, it's like we kind of lowered our standards in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of lowered our standards in a way, but I know not everyone is like that, obviously. Not every, there's there's people out there that really empower and really appreciate true originality and creative music, which is which is dope. But um, I feel like more of the masses, like, you see all these songs, like, and I'm like, oh, shit, where they get started? Bit, I got no sit. Oh, with blood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just things like that. Like, it's just talking about killing people. That's really it. If you really break it down, it's just talking about killing people. Like, like, what does that have to, you know what I'm saying? What's the bigger picture behind that? So... I always try to look at stuff like that. It's art imitating life. You mm-hmm. know, that's mm-hmm. all you know. That's what you're going to talk about, except you're going to do it on the cadence and with a unique voice or auto tune or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, can you, can you switch that up? Can you talk about anything else? Can you freestyle about some real shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the difference. So, I think that. You know, people who who take their gift of being an entertainer, because that's what most of them are. They're entertainers. There's rappers, there's entertainers, and there's lyricists, you know. And because we, you know, back in the day, you know, it, it was harder to get on the radio. It was harder to put your music out, you know what I'm saying? It was harder to get on that spotlight. So with the help of social media which is good in certain ways and bad in others, you know, we've become oversaturated with, you know, entertainers and rappers, 
you know, and it's easy to go viral, especially if you you talking about some clickbait shit or if you got a gun in your video or a girl shaking her ass or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's that's the differences. And, you know, that's what we're seeing. Like, like, look how many movies are out right now or TV series. You know, it used to be like maybe 20 a year you know, that might come out or a certain set of shows that comes out per year and they switch it up per season. Now, Netflix dropping like 10, 15 movies a month. You know, you can enjoy a movie last month and, and this month you'll forget about it because you see all this new stuff that happened. Exactly. So, you know, the good is being filtered out by the generic or the, the bad. Exactly. Exactly. And um, that's that attention span. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like, uh, yeah, that's that attention span. I feel like um, nowadays, you know, a lot of people got a very, very short attention span, especially for music and movies. The Their attention span is quick. That's why when you, when as artists, especially with music, and me, I, I like to, um, like, really catch the audience quick like quick like even then like the 10 seconds a song goes like have a unique flow or say something i i can just be talking but just have the oh shoot what did he just say like he just said some real like real stuff and then they'll be listening and be like oh this yeah you know so like you can just bob your head and really think about it as well so yeah Okay, so you got uh, any projects that you're working on that's uh, going to be coming out or mm-hmm. any new videos? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm, right now I'm working on my song. No, I finished my song and did a feature with my man out in Atlanta. Um, it's called Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, I plan on dropping that single. So I'm dropping a single, a single, and then like four more other singles, and I plan on dropping the mixtape. So um, I'm just having everybody keep a lookout for that. And I'm working on, you know, cover art with some, some stuff. And and me, uh, me too, like I'm different. Like I know this is an old fashioned way of things, but you remember early 2000s, some people will go and put posters up of their mm-hmm. singles and mixtapes. So me, I'm a, I'm a little different, like, cause I don't really see a lot of artists, especially around this area do, uh, do that. So I like sometimes like when, when I'm, done with everything i'll go and fax or copy some posters you know go to staples and just go put boom bus stops boom train stations boom like just put up my posters and my cover arts saying uh um my mixtape out so uh no my mixtape out boom go you know so i like to be different different too so Okay. Yeah, that uh the streetwear uh version of guerrilla marketing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know, not a lot of people pay attention to that stuff, but you know, like minded individuals will catch on, you know. Now, um finding a way to get that on certain social media sites, that's key when it comes to, you know, spreading your word or, you know, spreading news of your album. So you know, um, it's ways of doing that that's that's not that's cost effective, I should say. You know what I'm saying? We could we could talk about that later on too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, bro. I, I, 
I really would appreciate that because me, I'm actually fully independent now. So I'm not actually with my MMD group that I was telling you about what I was doing. So I'm not in that anymore. Um, I actually decided to do my own route, but I'm still, I'm still good friends and good brothers with my bro, Matty Ice. He's an artist too. So he's an artist too, upcoming artist from uh, Gatorsburg, Maryland. So, um, yeah, like, but me, I'm still cool, but I just, I'm just, like, really staying down to myself right now. I'm staying down to myself and doing this independent because I I have other assets that I want to build on when I'm, you know, blowing up and ready to uh, go crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So what do you, what do you see at the end of your goal line when it comes to, you know, IMAX, you know, the artist and, you know, uh, entrepreneur, like, do you want to, you know, start your own production company or you want to have multiple business going on or something of that nature? I really want to have multiple businesses going on. So I was thinking about when I'm up and I've, I've blown up and I'm up there, I want to make a record label, have a record label, but, um, and really, really change the industry kind of, I mean, it's going to be hard. Cause I want to, I was thinking about even s- some names for it, like, like consciousness entertainment, you know, or the, you know, third eye, and the t- but like not on no, not on no Eve, not on no evil stuff, just on positivity, positive, like, like a label where artists, like my artists, they talk about conscious, you know, talk about conscious things in their music and have a conscious outlook on life instead of just pushing a negative agenda. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And then I, and then I plan on doing like some, like some real estate and some stock stuff, but that's more, I mean, I'm, I'm learning about it right now. I got some stuff in process, but like I'm I'm gonna really start getting heavily into that more in the future. So okay. I was gonna say you should uh depending on who you bake with, you know, you can get a set you up a meeting with a broker. He can set, you know, educate you on building a portfolio mm-hmm. and then you can you can go with them or you can jump out there and do it yourself. So mm-hmm. you know, but having someone give you that background on what to look for. You know, that's key before, you know, starting your investments and, you know, making sure you're not losing out on anything or putting yourself in a bind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because I've looked at stuff even from Jay-Z, how he, he was doing, um, he was a real estate investor, or I believe he still is right now. And he would um, flip homes, you know, for like buy homes for cheap and then resell them to just re-upgrade them and remodel them and then give them out to people and he made a huge amount of profit and um and and it's a profitable price so he would he would tell and he's and also it's smart because like that's like propaganda because it's like okay like jay-z oh shoot jay-z's doing real estate oh let me let me work with him let me get a house by him so it's smart to because his he has a big face because he's a huge artist so everyone knows him so that's what i was thinking like like when everybody knows me 
I can then start to be like, okay, I'm doing this real estate. But oh hell yeah, I'm gonna buy a house from IMAX. I'm a heck yeah. So so yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Um, I'm definitely all for that. I'm definitely for everybody actually, you know, giving it their all and, you know what I'm saying, jumping out there. Not everybody can do that, and it ain't for everybody. This is true, but when you, all you do is just work that job, mm-hmm. then that's what puts you in a situation where you turn the, you know, whatever your vice is, video games, weed, whatever. It could be jumping off of the damn roof, all I know, into a pool. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you, why don't you try something different? You know, why don't you why don't you get your your food handler's license and you know you and your homeboys get an ice cream truck. You know what I'm saying? Something simple. You ain't you ain't working too hard and plus you servicing people in the neighborhood. You you know what I'm saying you becoming one of those uh uh, one of those monuments or one of those stables in the hood, you know, you cool enough, you got people looking out for you like you looking out for them, you know, you could try something like that, you know, you could uh, get you a juice card or you mess around and, you know, start a t-shirt company or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, something small, something that you, you don't look at it like it's going to be like another job. It's a hobby that you made your small business. You know, mm-hmm. so that's what I think. That's what I think people should do when they they feel like they backed into the corner. Or all they got is their job because you're not stuck. Just like last year, I for a while I felt like I was stuck when the quarantine happened. But then I said, no, this is the perfect time for me to start my podcast. Something that I've been thinking about doing, but hadn't had the time to or hadn't had the opportunity. And I just jumped out there. And here we are today, you know, almost a year later, you know. Exactly, brother. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Congrats. Congrats for, you know. And um, it's it's great to even see because, like, like, you'll be thinking to yourself, like, okay, I'm here now. And you look at yourself a year earlier a year in the past so you'll be like damn i really i really came far even though you haven't reached your all your goals yet but you just look in the past and be like damn i really i really did this like what if i didn't step out and put my my right foot forward so that's that's amazing that's amazing yeah i i think about you know back when i started if I had started two years prior, how much further I could be, you know, you know, that's good as a reminder, but you know, not as something that's going to hold you back. So, you know, yesterday is over. Yeah. All I got is today and tomorrow, you know? So that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking like right now, you know, I'm going to be editing this video when I'm done with this interview and, you know, work on, putting trailers together and stuff like that. I'm, I'm constantly doing this repetitiously. So it becomes fluid and it doesn't feel like another task that I got to do or it's tedious. You know what I'm saying? It's just, so I get to the point where I got somebody doing this stuff for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to grow and I'm going to put together land over legend studios. And it's going to be, you know, a well oiled machine that's going to sprout and become something 
uh, monstrous, hopefully, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's great. That's great, my man. That's great, bro. You're going you're gonna to be very successful, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially your mindset, where you want to be. And you, and it's important because you know what you want to do. You, like, you already have a planned out schedule on what you want to see happen. So that's very, that's very important. That's very important. Yeah, the first step is is to try. You know, after that, you know, anything else is is, is okay. You know, it's going to be some fumbles. It's going to be some mistakes. It's going to be some setbacks. But as long as you, you lean and you don't fall and you keep going forward, ain't nothing that can stop you, you know, outside of, you know, death, um, alien attack, you know, something crazy like that. But, you know... <laughs> It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, my brother, you got any like anything else you want to uh, you know tell me? Any 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 other questions you got? You, you got for me? Um, nah, not at this moment, man. I, um, I I was going to say, won't you uh, won't you let the people know where they can reach you at, and you know anything you got coming out soon? Okay, sounds cool. All right, so, yeah, so you guys can reach me at imax underscore underscore. Um, you know, DM me if you got any questions, you guys want to do any features, any bookings, anything like that. I'll definitely be seeing my bro right here, Big Big T again, another podcast, anything, you know, in person. We're going to network uh, for sure. But you can um, definitely follow me at imax underscore underscore. So, yeah. Okay, so you on Instagram, where else you at? I'm also on Spotify. Spotify, just put IMAX. IMAX, I'm on Spotify. I'm on all streaming platforms. I'm on YouTube. I got a YouTube channel. Just put IMAX. It, it should come up. And if it doesn't come up, put IMAX topic. Or um, I'm also on, I'm also on, um, what you might call it? Um, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud, you know, everything is IMAX. So, yeah. Okay. That's what's up. I'm going um, to subscribe to your YouTube channel when I get off here. And, uh, I some of your videos. Um, I've seen a bunch of your clips of, like, your workings on Instagram. And, you know, uh, the uniqueness is what, you know what I'm saying, what drew me to you. So, you know, I look forward to, you know, future projects. And, man, we could definitely do this again. You know, uh, I enjoy the conversation. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, now that we got the introductions out of the way, we can have a conversation about whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, right. Yeah, like, I really do appreciate it, too. This was a very great talk, you know, because I like, I like talking to people about, you know, especially, like, it's cool to talk about music too, but it's also great to talk about, you know, topics in life and just, um, you know, things going on in the U.S. and the world. So I love doing that. <laughs> so, yeah. Most definitely. Well, thank you again for joining me today. This has been another dope conversation. Um, I'm the host of Land of the Legend, a.k.a. Big T, and this has been another installment of the I Can't Make This Up podcast. That's I Can't with a K, Make This Up Podcast. You can find this show everywhere podcasts are available. 
And you can also find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't make this up podcast. And if you're listening to this right now, or if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, I got a lot of people that watch my show, but they aren't subscribed. And if, and if you aren't subscribed, just hit the subscribe, man. You know, check out the rest of my videos and, you know, let me know what you think. And can I get a like? Even if you don't like it, can I get a comment on why you don't like it? And then I'll block you and I'll fix the reason why you don't like it. <laughs> subscribe to him, man. Subscribe to him. You don't want to be blocked, subscribe to him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but seriously, though, man, I appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in today. So, don't forget to follow my friend IMAX, man. Check out his music. You know, support support them like they support you. You know, it's all about, you know, uh, equality these days. And it should be about that all the time. So that's that's how we get better. That's how we grow. That's how we, you know, uh, we innovate, you know. And that's the key. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in, man. Until next time, peace. Peace. Appreciate you, brother. Be safe today, man.